Listener Production. Hello there, my beautiful listeners. How are you? Where am I finding you? Are you lying in bed? Are you driving your car? Are you having a walk? Whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Because what I'm going to do now is talk about something that has been on my mind. It's a bit of a passion of mine. It's reality TV. And the big question that I have for you is how much of reality TV is actually real? Mm, It's a biggie. Now, I think most of you would say, oh, we reckon a bit of this is set up. What I want to do is dive deep and explain a little bit about my experience with reality television over the years. Some of my insights that I reckon reveal that reality TV is not real. With a capital N-O-T, it's not real. Let me start by saying I love reality TV. I'm obsessed with The Real Housewives, especially The Real Housewives of Beverly Hill franchise. I have watched, I reckon, every season of that. It is such addictive television and I understand how there's the drama behind the scenes, there's the wonderful costumes, there's the carry-on, there's the holidays, there's the outfits. It's intoxicating to watch. I love the reunions. I love to talk with friends. Just the other week, I was catching up with some friends and one of them is a lawyer. She's a high-flying corporate lawyer. And do you know what we spoke about? We didn't talk about world news. (laughs) We spoke about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and who we think is our favourites, why we love them, why we loathe them. And we just sort of really spoke for, I reckon, a good hour about that. And my husband kept coming back to try and join the conversation and he'd roll his eyes and go, I cannot believe you are still talking about that. And I said, well, we are, Petey, because you are a fan of Below Deck, so you also have the reality TV that you love to watch as well. Now, is it real? No, it is not real. There are producers behind the scenes, stirring the pot, getting into various cast members' ears, telling them what to think, telling them what's happened, because it's about drama. I mean, let's face it, if there was a camera on anyone 24-7, it would be boring. Even if you lived in Beverly Hills, it would be boring. And I tell you, if there was a camera 24-7 on me, it wouldn't be that interesting either. You'd see me drinking gallons of coffee in the morning. You'd see Freddie, my pussycat, sitting on my chest. You'd see Daphne at the end of the bed. You'd see me then in my pyjamas, my crazy Bart Simpson hair, dropping the girls to school. Then I'd be spending some time on TikTok, then on Instagram. Then I'd go to the supermarket. I'd be doing the moobring, picking the girls up from school. You know, you, you get the gist. Everyday life for people isn't that interesting. So, reality TV, they need to have the edit points, they need the drama to make it captivating, to make it the amazing TV that it is. Over the years, I've been lucky enough to be offered some reality TV. And do you know what? It is always lovely to be asked because it's always nice to realise that you're still in people's orbit, that you haven't been forgotten about. Because there was a time 
quite soon after I'd had Allegra, I'd come through my postnatal depression, but you know, I wasn't getting any work. No one was ringing me. The phone wasn't ringing me. I'd have parking attendance. This was at the time when there used to still be people who you'd pay your parking to who'd be sitting in those little booths and they would often ask me. They'd say, have you retired? I'd say, no, I haven't retired. It's just the phone isn't ringing. So it's always lovely when an offer comes in. So let me tell you about some of the offers that I've had over the years. One of them was SAS Australia. Now, this was the very first season of SAS Australia. So I hadn't seen it. I didn't really know what I would be in for, but I did have a look at the UK show. Now, I only had to watch really two seconds of the UK show to know that, no, this is not for me. I do not do well if I'm yelled at if I'm belittled, if people push me by being mean because one of two things can happen. What I will cry because I get emotional and the other thing is I get stubborn and I dig my heels in because I don't like being told what to do and I don't like being yelled at. So I would have got into trouble in that regard as well. So it really didn't take long for me to say, Thank you for thinking of me, but no thank you. Another show that have asked me over the years is I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Now, this is a show that I enjoy watching. I love Julia Morris and Chris Brown. I think they are fantastic. And I think everyone who is brave enough to put their hands up and say, yes, I'm going to do this show is phenomenal. But for me, no. I hate snakes. And it's not just I hate snakes. It's I actually would have an anxiety attack, panic attack if anyone put a snake near me. I don't like being in confined areas at all. As I say that to you, I'm feeling nervous and a bit sweaty. I also need coffee and I also need food. I don't just want to eat rice or lentils or whatever it is. No, thank you very much. Also, toilets. Who wants to that long drop? Is that what it's called? I would be constipated for the entire time I was on the show. I don't even like doing a poo in a hotel toilet, let alone a long drop. No, thank you very much. And yeah, so it's really not for me. And the other thing as well is Petey, my darling husband, Petey, He knows I overshare and he's like, pussycat, if you were in that environment, you would just be talking and talking and I wouldn't be able to text you and say, please stop talking now because I would be just talking about all sorts of things that wouldn't be wise because, yes, I overshare, as I said, especially if I'm emotional or tired probably why they had wanted me to come on the show, but no. So it is a polite no from me on that as well. Now, was it all no? It wasn't because let me tell you about The Masked Singer. They asked me to be on The Masked Singer and because I'm a frustrated off-Broadway performer, I said yes. And you're probably thinking, but we haven't seen you on the show. That's right, lovely listeners. You didn't see me on the show because I can't sing. So I said yes 
my wonderful manager said to the producers, okay, it's a yes from Jess, but you do know she can't sing. And the producers said, oh, everyone says that. Everyone can sing. And he said, no, no, she's not just being polite. I have heard her. She cannot sing. So they said, send us in a tape. I'm sure it will be fine. Send in a tape. So I recorded a pink song because I love pink. I mean, if I could be a rock star, pink would be the rock star. So, of course, I sang the So What I'm Still a Rock Star song. (laughs) And I still have that on my phone. Take a listen. So, so what? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves and I don't need you. And guess what? I'm having more fun. And now that we're done, I'm going to show you tonight. I'm all right. I'm just fine. And you're a tool. So, so what? I am a rock star. I got my rock moves and I don't want you tonight. See, I'm red with just embarrassment. (laughs) It is so bad. You see, it's shocking. So little surprise that the mass singer said, thank you, but no thank you. We do like your style though. So you know what? That is good. That is enough for me. There was another show that I said yes to and it didn't require any singing, so I was on the show. This reality TV show was called The Real Dirty Dancing. Now, for those of you who didn't see it, let me just recap briefly for you. There was a group of us celebrities, in inverted commas, because I always feel a bit uncomfortable calling myself a celebrity. We went to Roanoke in America And this was where the actual Dirty Dancing movie was filmed. We had to reenact scenes from the movie, being either Baby as the girls or Johnny if you're a bloke, and then we had to dance for one another and then be picked. So someone could be Baby and someone could be Johnny. I loved the movie Dirty Dancing. I'd never been to this part of America. I'm a huge believer in saying yes to as much as possible, getting out of my comfort zone, having some fun. Although I'm not a great dancer, my lovely friend Todd McKenney was going to be in it, so I thought, come on, just go for it. So I did. And I have no regrets. I've met some beautiful people, had some incredible friendships out of that show. But during the making of the show, it was excruciating. I would frequently be in tears because I wear my heart on my sleeve. And it brought up a whole lot of emotion in me that I hadn't expected. And the other thing that I didn't expect, even though logically I knew that reality TV isn't actually real, was I thought it would pan out the way that it would naturally. But that was not the case. I recently caught up with my dear friend Hugh Sheridan on the Jessro Big Talk show. We also spoke about our time doing the real dirty dancing together. Now, By way of context, what had happened was we'd had a dance-off. I was baby 
at the time, I couldn't believe that I was picked because I never win in anything. I never even win raffles. So I actually was picked. I burst into tears. I was super emotional. I couldn't believe it. And then we also had to pick the Johnny. So we picked, the girls picked Hugh. He was extraordinary. So the premise was that the two of us, being Baby and Johnny, were going to progress to the next part of the competition. But there was a bit of a catch. There always is a catch where one of us could decide if we didn't want that person. And I thought, no, of course I'm going to stick with Hugh. Why would I pick someone else? And Hugh didn't pick me. (laughs) But let's have a listen now to what happened behind the scenes to create that particular scenario. I like doing these chats because I think we can do a bit of truth-telling and there's a lot of things that we weren't allowed to say when you're too close to the show, you know, and you're doing media afterwards and that they created a little bit of controversy during the show by... We were both allowed to choose a partner. And And I I chose you. No, but the producers specifically told me that you didn't choose me. (gasps) And we realised that afterwards because I was very, very upset. You were upset. Excuse me, you were upset. I was beside myself. I burst into tears. They told me that you hadn't chosen me. So I said, all right, well, I'll choose someone else because obviously she wants to dance with someone else. And I thought that was quite nice of them to tell me that. Actually, they were setting us up for drama and it was just awful. And because I love you so much and then it was just so bad. And, and they made us do it at the same time so oh, that there was terrible. no... We had to say so it was I'd like already three, said, two, one. Yeah, I know. And that then was, I said, this I is, choose you and you went... I, no, I don't choose no, you. No, and no, no. I, I, oh. I literally, I said Anna and you were like, you. And I was like, hang on. Oh. And that is the truth behind reality TV. You know, they really stir it up. Stir the pot. They try and stir the pot. And then it was such a bad situation because I couldn't really also then just say, oh, sorry, Anna, I've changed my mind. It was just terrible. And it still makes my tummy turn because I remember the next day. The thing is, neither of us won because it was rigged anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we'll say. No, Steph and Jude were incredible. Um, But I remember to the next day. They were the tallest baby and Johnny you've ever seen in your life. But the next day, I remember I couldn't, I, my eyes were so puffy from crying remember? so much and oh. I couldn't see. Everyone was and having breakdowns. It was remember terrible. The next day and oh. I went in there and poor, oh, God, we can't name names, but there were, there were there breakdowns. There many tears. I mean, there should have been a show on the behind the scenes, really. So that was what went down for Hugh and I on The Real Dirty Dancing. But you know what? It is just entertainment It really goes back to how much of reality TV is actually real. It's not real. It has to be set up. There have to be particular strategies or things in play to make it entertaining, to keep the viewers hooked. And you know what? No regrets. I had an incredible time. And when I think about the lovely friendships that I have coming out of that show with Farastarani, with Steph Rice, with Hugh... It really was quite an experience. So really, if particular things come your way, not necessarily reality TV, but things that get you out of your comfort zone, go for it. I'll just leave you, though, with this final thought. 
I was talking to a celebrity recently and they had been on another reality TV show and even though, yes, they thought things will be set up, they figured it would just be their talent that would get them across the line, but no, in fact, the winner was decided even before the show began. It actually turned out that it was within a particular person's contract that they would win and that was the only way that this particular person would take part. And so I leave you with that final thought, lovely listeners, that that little peek behind the velvet curtain of showbiz, it really is all smoke and mirrors. Nothing wrong with that, but I think it's important that you realise that there's a little bit more that happens behind the scenes. In the meantime, I hope you have some razzle-dazzle and some sparkle in your day. I'll be back next week with one of my guests. Until then, just know you are fabulous. Listener.